0: Greg and I have a slight disagreement this week regarding what constitutes a stalker. FYI, Dictionary.com defines a stalker as a person who pursues game, prey, or a person stealthily. You will notice in this definition there is no mention of any type of exemption from being labeled a stalker for having good intentions while stealthily pursuing someone. After listening to the podcast, you can decide if you are Team Greg or Team Karen. But whatever you decide, we are both confident that you will enjoy this week's episode of the Scary Spirits Podcast, Body Double. P.S. I'm totally right. Email greg at scaryspiritspodcast at gmail.com and tell him he's wrong. Cheers.
1: Welcome to the Scary Spirits Podcast. Please be advised that the presenters may use adult language and or discuss adult situations. This podcast is not intended for younger listeners or those that may be easily offended. So if you're ready, let's go. Hi, I'm Greg.
0: Hi, I'm Karen.
1: And welcome to the Scary Spirits Podcast, the podcast that combines the two very different but highly compatible worlds of scary films and alcoholic spirits.
0: What could possibly go wrong?
1: Indeed. Karen. Greg. How are you?
0: (laughs) I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm okay. Hmm. Consistency is good.
1: So today's movie I believe was, was it, it was my choice, wasn't it?
0: It was your choice. Yes.
1: Okay. So the movie we watched for today's episode was Body Double from 1984. Directed by Brian De Palma, which is why we did it because it's his birthday. His birthday is September 11th. So a few days after this episode comes out will be Brian De Palma's birthday.
0: I'm sure he'll be thrilled. Is he still alive? Yes, we're he's gonna... still,
1: he is still alive. He was He's 80 years old.
0: Oh, he's got some time left.
1: You know, I do have a cocktail as well.
0: Well, of course you do.
1: So the drink I have chosen for this episode is the Vodka Voyeur. Karen, would you like to know how to make it? I would. So first, the ingredients. We're going to need vodka, three whole strawberries. Three whole grapes, four basil leaves, one teaspoon of sugar, crushed ice, and ice cubes.
0: What kind of grapes did you use?
1: I used Concord grapes. What kind of grapes did you use?
0: Red grapes.
1: Same same thing. Those are Concord. Okay. So basically, you put the strawberries, grapes, basil, and sugar in a shaker and muddle it.
0: It muddled pretty quickly. Yeah, mine
1: mine did too. I was very surprised at how well I I muddled that shit. (laughs) I muddled that shit like nobody's business.
0: (laughs) I was a good muddler.
1: (laughs) First time I ever muddled and I killed it. (laughs) Fill the shaker with crushed ice. Then you add the vodka. And it says to add one and a half parts. I used one and a half ounces. How much did you use, Karen? Same. Same. Shake and strain into a rocks glass filled with ice. She would give our listener time to make his own or her own.
0: (laughs) Our listener. Yes.
1: Hold on. We're back. Yes, we are. Karen and I were just
0: reminiscing about our excellent modeling.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Karen, do you have a brief synopsis for this film?
0: I do, but I don't think it's 100% accurate.
1: Uh, we'll see. But
0: after losing an acting role and his girlfriend, Jake Scully finally catches a break. He gets offered a gig house-sitting in the Hollywood Hills. While peering through the beautiful home's telescope one night, he spies a gorgeous blonde dancing in her window. But when he witnesses the girl's murder, it leads Scully through the netherworld of the adult entertainment industry on a search for answers with porn actress Holly Body as his guide.
1: That was pretty close, but she was not a blonde.
0: No, she was not. That's what I said. It wasn't 100% accurate.
1: Yeah, she's definitely a brunette. Agreed portrayed by deborah shelton
0: well that's not who's dancing though
1: well i don't know (laughs) but but i like me some deborah shelton i'm just gonna say that right now yes (laughs) she
0: is she's very pretty
1: yeah she was miss usa oh really yeah she was like first runner up in the miss universe pageant back in the day but anyway
0: oh i'd never heard of her before this
1: so are we ready to get into the film am i forgetting anything
0: I don't know. Do we have any corrections? No. What number is this?
1: This is episode twenty, Karen. I
0: know that's that's a big deal, right?
1: How could I not have known that? You knew that. I did. This Woo-hoo just got special.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Woo for us. We're we're killing it. We're twenty in. All
1: right. Are you ready again to into it? Let's go. All right. Body Double 1984 by Brian De Palma.
0: He wrote it or directed it?
1: Uh, I think a little of both. Okay. Yes. He and another guy co-wrote the screenplay. And I have something to say about that later.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Film opens and we have credits.
0: Your favorite.
1: Yes. But there is a scene to watch. There's Froggy's Fog. Yes, the there is.
0: Wolves howling. Yes palm yes. trees
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> and then we see a glittery vampire is what i call him
0: <laughs> i thought it was a punk rocker until he turned his head he's in a casket yeah it's like a cutaway
1: they're filming a movie right and the camera's panning down through the cemetery and he's supposed to be under the earth in a casket yes and they zoom in on him and then we, we see dennis franz Yes. Who played, who played Sipowitz in Hill Street Blues? He's he's the director of this horror film. And apparently, the punk rock vampire has claustrophobia, I wrote.
0: I thought a panic attack. I didn't know what was happening.
1: Yeah. So they pull him out, you know, walk him out of there and tell him to go home, take a few days. And then the set catches on fire.
0: He's frozen in there, though. He cannot move. That's how Correct. terrified he is, yeah. how claustrophobic he is. Yeah, and then (laughs) then the set just catches on fire. Everything goes to shit, and he tells him to go home.
1: (laughs) Then we finish the credits, and they see the actor leaving the studio.
0: At first, I didn't put that together, because all the makeup was gone. I didn't know it was the same.
1: So let me ask you right now, before we get into it, who does this guy remind you of? Anybody?
0: David Soule from Starsky and Hutch.
1: (laughs) No. Have you ever seen this film before, Karen?
0: No, I have not.
1: I have. I've seen it a few times because <laughs> I, I rented it way, way back in the day and probably had it for, you know, I guess we had it for a night back in the day or do we have it for more? I don't like know.
0: three nights. or Yeah.
1: Something. So I watched it. So for the last 30 or so years, I thought the guy who starred in this film was Bill Maher.
0: Bill Maher?
1: Yes. <laughs> Doesn't that guy look like Bill Maher? Mm-hmm
0: i don't know like a young bill maher i guess but i don't know what a young bill maher looks like
1: he does trust me
0: okay he looks more like david soul they could be
1: body doubles
0: ooh clever
1: i'm serious i didn't realize it wasn't bill maher until today when i watched it again (laughs) i found out this is it's this other guy craig Craig watson yeah yeah
0: not i never heard of him no haven't did he do any probably didn't do much after this don't know Anyway, he gets in his car and I didn't realize it was the same person. But after I realized that, I see he's getting off of work early because he had this episode. Correct. And it took me a minute to put all that together. So he's leaving work early, everyone. In his car. Yes.
1: We'll get to the car later. I don't have it right here. I have okay. It later. <laughs> Great. Because he just jumps in it.
0: It's not in good shape either, but.
1: <laughs> and he goes to the tail of the pup hot yep. dog stand. Yep. You used to live in California, Karen. Do you know anything about that hot dog stand?
0: No, I didn't live in Southern California, but
1: I'm sure it's like world famous or some shit. You think? Probably. Hmm. So then he arrives at home.
0: Well, wait, he orders a ton of stuff. Okay. Like two hot dogs, fries, onion rings, and two drinks. And the guy says $4.99. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it was what year 1984 but still it made me laugh
1: yeah That's tale a, of the pup it, was an iconic los angeles california hot dog stand actually shaped like a hot dog
0: it was shaped like Built a hot in
1: 1946 dog. the small walk-up stand has been noted as a prime example of novelty architecture so apparently it's still there it,
0: it was cheap eats in the day it probably still is i guess hot dogs are but anyway he's very excited he's got his hot dogs in the car And he's driving home. Apparently it's not
1: still open, but somebody has
0: preserved it in their front yard. Someone is
1: trying to preserve, to bring it back and restore it to its original state and open it again. So Jake arrives at home and he hears, here's his wife or it's not his (laughs) wife. I thought it was his wife.
0: He's putting the food on the table because he's very excited because he's home early.
1: Yes, There's a
0: neon Jake and Carol sign. Correct.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes. And I thought, and I zoomed in on a picture and I thought they were married. I thought it was like a wedding photo, but apparently it wasn't, they aren't married. So it's his girlfriend.
0: It's his girlfriend. Yeah. So
1: he goes through the apartment looking for,
0: this isn't good. You can just tell it's not good. Cause yeah, she's yeah, yeah, laughing you know. and giggling. You know, you and... know it's
1: going to go bad, but he has no clue.
0: Sees the dog. He's
1: a dumbass. <laughs> so, so he ends up finding his wife with another dude in their yeah, he bedroom. He opens
0: the bedroom door and the warrant song comes on. Is that warrant that's saying that? What? I saw red.
1: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying.
0: (laughs) Because he opens the door, he saw red, and he closed the door, which is exactly what he does. They lock eyes, and he closes the door.
1: And we see two natural bare breasts, Karen.
0: Well, that's true.
1: Going to start a tally, so we have two so far.
0: (laughs) You're going to need a calculator.
1: There's not as much as... Wicker Man. Wicker Man. But yeah, Jake goes to the bar. Apparently, he's quit drinking, but he orders a Jack Daniels. Neat. Yes. And we know that because the bartender says, I thought you quit drinking.
0: He does. And I didn't know what neat meant until I was yeah. in graduate like school. great means no ice. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant until I remember in graduate school, someone explaining it to me.
1: So then he and the bartender, apparently they're friends, but they have a little thing there or he tells them to keep the glass filled. And he tells them, fill your own glass and puts the bottle in front of them. And then, you know, they talk and the bartender offers him a place to stay. Which is nice. Because of that damn carol. Yeah. Next, we see Jake looking through a paper.
0: Well, they show him on a very uncomfortable couch. It's not, you know, it's a messy bachelor pad. It's an uncomfortable couch. He can't sleep. He goes to get coffee at the market. And then he's looking at casting notices.
1: The first one he goes to is for some Shakespeare thing. He doesn't seem to do well. They show a little bit of it then he goes to another casting call is this where he runs into sam
0: i think he's run into sam multiple times already he does this he's time introduced he goes. to
1: sam by i think billy
0: everywhere he goes sam is there but i didn't notice it at first
1: at the first casting call he recognizes a friend of his named billy i believe and then billy introduces him to another guy named sam who is there as well and after that he and sam keep showing up with the same casting calls
0: they were similar age you know sam looks a little older
1: yeah just because he has a little more thinning hair i think so then we cut to a scene in the acting class because at one point jake tells billy is it billy yeah he says hey i'll see you or billy says hey i'll see you at class and he says oh we have class tonight And he's like yeah so they're both taking acting classes together and he's up on the stage and he's recalling a time when he was very afraid as a child playing hide and seek. And the instructor tries to get him to cry out for help, but he can't do it.
0: He's, yeah. He's playing a game with his brothers called find the sardine yes. think, or something, which is basically hide and seek, Yes, but this is showing where his claustrophobia comes from. Yeah,
1: He's hiding behind a freezer when he was a child from his brothers playing this right. game. He's struggling. Like he can't even cry out for help. He's like frozen. You keep saying, I can't. The teacher keeps like,
0: yelling at cry, him. For, cry help. for help act, cry-
1: act. yes you have to act cry out for help he says i can't i'm afraid so then sam is there watching this and he interrupts the lesson and kind of sticks up for jake kind of tells the teacher hey this is, this is a brain fuck does this teach is this a class or what What's a mind on? fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he grabs jake and takes him out of the class and says this is this is an exit as he's walking out
0: <laughs> and so, where do they go
1: they go back to the bar, of course. Yes. That's where men go to do manly things.
0: <laughs> After acting class.
1: Yes. Then we learn that Sam says he is separated from his wife.
0: Yeah, because Sam checks out the waitress right off the bat.
1: Jake asks and Jake's, Are you married. Yeah. He says, Aren't separated.
0: you married? Yeah. And then and this is where I find yeah. out
1: that Jake is not married to Carol. Right. He tells Sam the whole story about catching her with another dude and He says, her face was glowing. (laughs) And they have a thing, they have a conversation about like that. How do you make her face glow? (laughs) I've I've never been able to make her face glow, whatever.
0: But he says he keeps reliving it, which makes sense. Yeah, you would. Absolutely.
1: So it turns out Sam is house sitting at a place and he has to go out of town for a few weeks up to Seattle for some actor shit. And he says, hey how would you like to stay in there and house it while I'm away since Jake needs a place to stay? Jake thinks this is really good news, right?
0: Well, yeah. He doesn't have to sleep on the uncomfortable couch in the messy bachelor pad.
1: So next we see the house and it's built like a spaceship. That's it's what like I said a UFO. too. <laughs> it's like a saucer, a flying saucer high up in the sky.
0: And you have to take a, what do you escalator. call Escalator.
1: They were riding an escalator up to it. Right. Because they weren't walking; they were riding up to it when they right. went into it originally. A
0: covered escalator. It is a spaceship house, but it's kind of weird because it's got windows all around it. Yes. Kind of looks like the Seattle Space Needle or something. Yes. The very top, but it's one room. There's the bedroom, the bar. You never see anything but the bedroom and the bar. But it doesn't seem like there's. I, I assume other there's rooms. a bathroom
1: or something, or something. Want in a the kitchen interior. In the center. But in the
0: other part of the circle, I guess.
1: So Sam and Jake have a drink at the bar. And Sam, well, and he
0: tells them the, the most important thing is to water the plants. Yes. And there's a lot of plants.
1: There are a lot of plants. And then,
0: they toast to Hollywood.
1: Yes. They're looking out, out the windows. They have a few overlooking Hollywood. There's, this isn't the Hollywood Hills. This house is. And then Sam tells Jake there's one special feature of the house. Then they go to the telescope.
0: Yeah, it's a hell of a telescope, too.
1: And apparently across the way in another house, there's a girl who dances around in sheer negligee every night at around the same time.
0: (laughs) Which I'm just gonna tell you is so ridiculous, (laughs) but whatever. Okay. By herself.
1: People have every night
0: (laughs) at the same time, she dances around by herself.
1: And we see two more bare breasts.
0: She's brunette though. This is where the,
1: she's a brunette. brunette. Yeah. And And then we see her take some jewelry off and put it in a safe, a wall safe, which is behind a mirror. And I made a note, the Amazon X-ray says it didn't list anything except the people in each scene. It didn't list any trivia or anything like it usually does. hmm. It just lists the actors in each scene and it lists the actor as Deborah Shelton.
0: It looked like her. It didn't look like <laughs> Melanie Griffith. It did look like her. But, but we're
1: getting ahead. So I thought that was interesting. So I don't know if it was her or not, but it says it was. Sam leaves. He has a plane to catch. He's got to fly out to Seattle or whatever. And later that night, Jake goes back to the telescope.
0: He, he's uncomfortable, but he can't stop himself.
1: I wrote, he saw what I thought was a robber stealing from the safe. But turns out it wasn't a robber. Apparently it was like the girl's boyfriend, husband, whatever, because they argue. and You can kind of tell that she knows him mm-hmm. and he slaps her around a little bit and leaves. So did you know who that was when you saw it? So this was your first time seeing it?
0: No, it's a guy took some money and he leaves and the woman cries.
1: Okay. So you had no idea who it was? No. All right.
0: He's in a gangster outfit. I wrote like
1: he's, he's wearing got a hat a, and glasses. A fedora. Yeah. And of like he's trying to keep his identity a secret from anyone who may be watching from across yes. the way.
0: <laughs> kind of like that.
1: Yes. But he has a build and hair and everything is very similar to someone we've already seen. That's what I'm going to say. And I I noticed it, but I don't know if I noticed it because I've seen it before or not. Yeah, I
0: didn't notice it. Okay. No, I thought it was a robbery, but you're right. She does seem familiar with him. And then he does smack her around.
1: So next day, Jake's agent calls, says he's been trying to find him. Hasn't been able to get a hold of him. It tells him that he has been fired from the vampire film. I think it's called Vampire's Kiss, too, was the name of the film. So Jake and gets upset. And he's not happy. Nope. You know? And he goes and confronts the director, Ruben, who is Dennis Franz Sipowitz. And the director kicks him off the set.
0: Yeah, he's escorted out. So that yeah. just means he has nothing to do now, right?
1: He's an he, unemployed actor.
0: Yes, he has nothing to keep him busy.
1: Later that night, as Jake is watering the plants, he goes to the telescope to watch the woman dance again.
0: And she is.
1: And she is. And it, she does have a tattoo on her ass, right?
0: I don't, I yeah, you do see that.
1: It comes up later, but she does have a yes. tattoo on her ass. yes. <laughs> and
0: she's in a thong is she in a thong
1: yeah i believe so i
0: don't know if she is i don't think she is it's pretty but she has a like a belly band like a fancy necklace around her abdomen you know jewelry
1: yeah and jake sees a what appears to be a satellite dish repairman welding on a satellite dish on the property as well and jake sees that the man sees the girl dancing as well and stares at her
0: yeah, so they're both doing the same thing. Correct. But I, there is an, an anklet that she's got yes. diamonds. And I thought that was stolen in the scenes before, but I guess it wasn't.
1: No, I think he was just taking money. Oh, before okay. The guy was. So, next scene, we cut to the next day. Jake is at the farmer's market in his blue 1967 Camaro RS convertible, Karen. Damn it. <laughs> You know what's coming. Did
0: you figured that out because I couldn't tell what kind it was. It's a light blue car. Yeah,
1: it's like a it is a powder car. blue. It's a '67 Camaro RS convertible. What's the average retail of that car today? Average, not not in great condition, just average.
0: Thirty-eight thousand dollars.
1: You're about a thousand dollars off, or six hundred dollars really? off. Really, it's twenty-eight thousand four hundred dollars.
0: No, I said thirty-eight thousand. So I'm ten thousand dollars off. You're ten
1: dollars. You're you're ten thousand dollars off. Yeah, I like your
0: math better, but I have to admit it's ten thousand. Okay.
1: What could you buy that car new for? Brand spanking new, right off the lot in nineteen sixty-seven.
0: Thirty-two hundred.
1: You're a little high again. Two thousand five hundred and seventy-two dollars.
0: That was a lot closer.
1: Relatively, yeah. Well, you were you were closer to the high retail.
0: Well, I'd want the fancy I'll
1: give you that. So the high retail value of it today is $40,000.
0: Oh. Well, that's the only one. As always,
1: you always go for the high retail. (laughs)
0: Right. I'm not going to get the low retail one. I'm going to sell way more cupcakes at the bake sale. (laughs) I'm getting the high-end one.
1: So he jumps in his 1967 Camaro RS convertible with his groceries and starts driving back to the house. And as he's driving along... He has to come to a stop because a couple of farmers have lost their load in the road.
0: Oh, I thought they were landscapers that were just cleaning up.
1: Whatever. They lost their load in the road. They did. <laughs> Could be landscapers. It did look like bamboo mm-hmm. or some shit. I don't it know was what it like was. It was like they had,
0: had trimmed trees.
1: Yeah. And Jake is forced to stop. And he happens to Where? be stopped right in front of the entrance to the house where the woman who dances lives.
0: Isn't that convenient?
1: Yeah, because Jake sees her come down her drive and through her gated drive in her Mercedes. Oh, crap. I didn't. I ain't not go Okay, ahead. good. Oh, it's a Mercedes. That's all you need to know, <laughs> right?
0: She's got money.
1: She does, apparently. So Jake is waiting there to go, and then he sees the man who was working on the satellite down the road.
0: Yeah, I call him the creepy guy. The creepy I don't know guy. what else. Yeah.
1: In his Ford 1982 Bronco. Ford Bronco. <laughs> you know what, know what a 1982 Ford Bronco is worth today, Karen? Average retail.
0: $20,000.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an 82 Ford Bronco, Karen. It's not a 67. So it's, it hasn't reached quite reached classic status, I don't think.
0: $13,000. No six thousand dollars
1: okay that is about the high retail so really that yeah six thousand two hundred twenty five is the high retail for an really yeah for an 82 ford bronco
0: was something wrong with them i don't know or there must have been a shit ton of them
1: what do you think you could buy that for new sticker price of that car in 1982
0: about the same
1: it's pretty close
0: (laughs) uh what's it worth now wait
1: High retail six thousand two hundred and twenty-five.
0: Sixty
1: five hundred. Actually nine thousand eight hundred and ninety-nine dollars.
0: So more. This is the first one yeah, that so is. this is the
1: first one that has dropped in value, but it's also probably the newest one we've done too. It's an eighty two. Gotcha. So it hasn't reached that classic status.
0: I think there were a lot of those too. You know, I think they were just they were popular. So when was this 1984 I knew someone who had one of those yeah
1: So Jake watches as the girl driving the Mercedes leaves and the guy in the Bronco follows her and Jake follows right behind and they all pull into a parking garage
0: Yeah she goes to valet
1: Yes and she drops her car off and then she goes to a payphone and begins talking
0: Yeah there's a line of payphones
1: Yeah like four of them and she begins to help talking to someone about being beat up by that guy the previous night.
0: Yeah, I think she says he hit me again.
1: And she makes some arrangements to meet someone. And Jake is at another payphone a couple attending. Yeah, he's attending and be on the phone listening. Then she hangs up and goes up the escalator. He follows her.
0: Well she says she will meet whoever it is at the beach motel and she'll wear something special. Special. Yeah. She goes up the escalator.
1: And the satellite repair man is there as well.
0: But he's following her. Jake is yes. following her way too close. That's
1: what I wrote. Jake is following her pretty close. That's my next line.
0: Any woman would notice, would feel that we're trained to be aware of our surroundings. And if someone was that close behind you, you would you would stop or something to make sure they weren't. he is right on her.
1: Yeah. And every time she stops, he stops. So exactly. It's, 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 he's not being...
0: He's a terrible follower. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I made a note right here that the x-ray on Amazon Prime Video says her name is Gloria.
0: Oh, well, we don't find that out for a while. I know,
1: but I call her Gloria from now on. All right. And the satellite repair guy is following as well. It's my next line. So Gloria goes into a lingerie store and Jake watches through the window. Gloria goes to a changing room. She picks up some underwear. Off the table display or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Goes to the saleswoman, and the saleswoman gives her another pair of the same underwear, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And she goes into a changing room to put on the underwear. She leaves the curtain open just enough so that Jake can see in through the window. It's like a foot. (laughs) (laughs) And the girl working the store notices Jake and she calls security,
0: as she should,
1: and says, I think we have a problem.
0: So he's peeping again.
1: Yes,
0: He's a peeper.
1: Then Jake sees the satellite repair guy looking through the opposite window of the store.
0: (laughs) He doesn't have as good a view.
1: No, probably not. The um, security guy comes up and says, can I help you? And he says, no, I don't think so. And he runs to find the repair guy, the satellite repair man. Yeah, the creepy guy. And he gone. They gone. She gone. Everybody's gone. Jake runs back and he's looking all around trying to find out where everybody went. Then he sees Gloria in the elevator, one of those glass elevators. Yeah,
0: it is a glass elevator.
1: Then he looks and sees the repairman running down the stairs. Like he's going to like go to the bottom and when she gets out, he's going to do something or whatever, right? I'm sure that's what Jake thinks. Mm -hmm. So Jake runs and gets on the elevator with Gloria. Just the two of them. Yep. Just the two of them. They go to the next floor and like 15 people walk in (laughs) (laughs) to the elevator, like like they just got done playing tennis, it looked like to me.
0: That's what it looked like to me, too.
1: <laughs> Bunch of tennis players. And then Jake starts getting very claustrophobic again.
0: Yeah, they get pushed up against the back of the elevator because there's so many
1: people, and he starts sweat. And he's very close to Gloria as well.
0: But he's in a panic mode. He is. So.
1: Yeah, he's not enjoying it at all.
0: No, he's not.
1: So then the elevator stops at the next floor, and the satellite repair guy is standing there, But there is no room in the elevator for him. Yeah.
0: But he does smile.
1: He does. He smirks. Yeah. So did the satellite repair guy look familiar to you? (laughs) No. Okay. I'm not going to ruin it till the end. Then they go to the ground floor and everyone gets off the elevator. Gloria hands her ticket to the valet. Mm -hmm. Then she puts the bag with her old underwear because she's still wearing the new ones, right?
0: I thought she threw her new ones away. Oh, I yeah. gotcha.
1: She puts the bag with her old underwear in it in the trash.
0: Gotcha. I, th- I didn't catch that. I thought she had a change of heart and just threw away the underwear. No, I didn't
1: I think... realize
0: she walked out of the store wearing it, but that makes I'm much more sure sense. pretty sure she did.
1: Yeah. No, I you, I don't think they let you try on underwear and then not, well, they don't
0: <laughs> let you try on underwear without underwear. So <laughs> that whole scene was not. Proper. Well, she
1: probably said, Yeah, I'll take them. Can I just change them to them right now? It's probably what she said, right? Oh, I In guess. Store. Well, I'm not sure I would. Well, whatever. I don't know. I would probably want to wash mine first, but. <laughs>
0: yeah, I agree.
1: <laughs> so but she. But that's her... why
0: they made the whole production of bringing out the box of clean underwear and handing her one. She yes. didn't just take the one off the display. Correct. Yeah, gotcha.
1: So Jake walks up to the trash can. He sees the bag with the underwear and it. it's when I say bag it's like a shopping it's like a tiny little shopping bag right yeah
0: it's a fancy bag that they would you know with handles
1: he sees it there and he reaches in real quick and grabs the underwear out and puts them in his pocket when no one's looking as which Gloria is totally is car.
0: creepy that's just creepy you know this dude is they try to make him out to be a nice guy but this is not nice guy stuff He's basically stalking this woman at this point.
1: But he has good intentions. He's trying to protect her.
0: He doesn't need her used underwear to protect her.
1: (laughs) He could use them to strangle her assailant.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) As long as you're always thinking. That would be in your utility belt.
1: (laughs) Along with my phone cords.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) So next, Jake follows her to a beach house. It's and a I, hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote, it must be a hotel. I was, yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, what's going on here? So it's a beach hotel.
0: It's a cool looking ho- motel. A,
1: yeah. It's a nice hotel.
0: I really thought I would stay there now. I would too. I mean, I,
1: although yeah, I probably would.
0: I mean, it's small. And the only weird yeah. thing is you go down, there's like side stairs and you go down everybody's patio. Yeah. But
1: do you think all those patios or each one unit like mm-hmm. each floor is a separate unit. Yeah. You don't think there are like two units on every floor? Oh, I don't that know. That was kind I... of the feeling I got originally. Because she walks all the way to the far end of, when she goes to her room, to the far end and walks in the sliding glass door.
0: All right. I guess then it would So be... I don't
1: know if they're.
0: I wouldn't want people that close to me. I wouldn't me. either. Every patio faces the ocean and it's like tiered. It's on the
1: beach. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right on the beach. And it's tiered. Yes. So each one is up. I thought it was really cool. Each
1: one kind of overlooks the one below it, <laughs> actually, right?
0: Yeah, a little yeah. bit,
1: but yeah.
0: it's built into the hill, kind of. Yes. Anyway, I thought it was cool.
1: So Jake follows her there, and then she walks to her room, apparently. He walks down to the beach.
0: Again, not a good distance.
1: No, but okay. he's, He doesn't look like he's ready for walking on the beach.
0: <laughs> oh, no, he's got a corduroy jacket <laughs> and on. Is,
1: yes. And his jacket. And
0: suit jacket.
1: Whatever. So we see Gloria sitting on the deck. Patio. Patio. Yeah. By the telephone. You see the telephone there? She was sitting there. I mm-hmm. had a feeling she was waiting for a call. Right. Then Jake sees the couple in the room above Gloria leave. They take their suitcases and they leave and the lady bitches about. and <laughs> right. the, There's no elevator or whatever. There
0: should be an elevator. They're an older couple. Yeah. Yes.
1: So he runs up there and stands on the balcony above Gloria's room and she
0: would see him run by
1: if she was looking well well she knows he's there at this point because they've already she's already like looked at him and made it known that she recognized following this this the same guy I saw at the lingerie store or whatever right but she doesn't seem to be too concerned so Gloria's on the telephone and apparently whoever she was going to meet is not coming to meet her
0: her date's not coming
1: yeah so you think it was this is interesting so you think it was a date
0: she bought underwear okay i mean do you buy special underwear to meet your friends
1: (laughs) no so she's married right
0: yes do we know that
1: yes not yet but we do
0: but we don't know that at this point so it could have been anyone she could have been a date okay but when she's talking on the phone, she says, You know, he hit me again. I really need someone to talk to. It almost sounds like it's going to be a girlfriend. That's who normally you would call right, in that situation. She, she,
1: she wears something special for her. But
0: right. She's not going to buy.
1: Well, she could. Mm-hmm.
0: She might, but from experience, I would say no.
1: Okay. So. So Gloria goes down to one of the, it's one of those beaches that have like changing tents on them, right? It that look That's like circus
0: tents to me. Yeah. yeah they're changing tiny tents
1: where you can go in and change your clothes. So she goes down there and as she's going down there, then Jake sees the satellite repair guy, follow her to the beach from the other side of the building. Then Jake runs down to follow her. Jake catches up to her and says, Hey, someone is following Someone's
0: you. Someone's following you. And she's, and she's like, she says, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you you weirdo she didn't say that then no but
1: and then the satellite repair guy runs up and takes her purse and runs away jake runs after him
0: there's a chase on the beach yes it's hard to run in loose sand you know that's because they both were out of breath pretty quickly yes. you know they didn't go very far
1: no but jake follows him into a tunnel like structure
0: Jake would have caught him if not for the
1: And when he does that, he kind of stops halfway and he becomes very claustrophobic again. He has like one of his attacks and he is like, can't move, paralyzed with fear, Mm -hmm. basically.
0: Flattened against the wall. He's freaking out.
1: And then the satellite repair guy dumps the purse and takes what I thought was a credit card. Me too. Out of it. And then he yells a triumphant yell and runs away. (laughs) So Jake manages to work his way to the purse.
0: Yeah, he's inching along, struggling. Yeah. Mightily. Along the wall. Yeah.
1: yeah, like he's walking on a cliff or something.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. To get to the purse.
1: Gets to the purse and starts putting her belongings back in the purse and finds her driver's license and finds out her name is Gloria.
0: Yeah, it has her name and address. Yes. And it looked like it was a piece of paper. It did. Were is, is that the driver's way California license?
1: licenses are?
0: No, but were ours back then? I don't think they I would. I don't paper. think so. No. No.
1: I think they've always been laminated. I mean, shit, my Kings Island pass in 1984 was laminated, right?
0: I just thought that was strange. That it really looked like a piece of cardboard. I mean, it was a license, had her picture and her name, and address, but it didn't have height, weight, hair color, all that. So I don't know, but I yep. think it was her license.
1: Could have been a state ID card, I guess. I don't know.
0: It could have been any ID card. Now that I think about it, but whatever
1: it did just say it's, state of california on it
0: right that's true but he's so, shaky and sweaty and he picks up her purse yes and then you hear click 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 click, 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 click,
1: click. click. yeah she, apparently she ran all the way across the beach in her heels yep <laughs> that just occurred to me just now yep
0: she's got serious sand in her shoes let me tell you <laughs>
1: Or she took him off and then put them back on before she got back in the concrete.
0: For a fact, yes.
1: But anyway, she runs in, who we now know as Gloria, runs in and helps Jake walk out.
0: And he tells her the guy took something.
1: Yes. He says, check, check the contents, he took something. Then Gloria asks Jake why he's been following her. Did her husband hire him? She asks.
0: Yeah. Did did my husband hire you?
1: He says no. And then they as you say kissy face.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> this sequence. I was like, is he dreaming? I thought he went into like a trance or something because it was quite passionate. I'm just gonna say that. And they the next went out. I wrote
1: it. is the camera is making me dizzy.
0: Me too. <laughs> dizzy cameras going around and around,
1: spinning around them 360 degrees.
0: But they are like acting like they are, I mean. In um in a an adult film or something.
1: Yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna get busy right there, right in that tunnel on the beach. Right there, <laughs>
0: right. I mean, that's why I thought, is he is he dreaming and then he's gonna snap out of it or what? But no, that really happened.
1: Yeah, and then she Gloria stops and says, She can't do this, not here, she says.
0: And she so runs the, through the and tunnel. She
1: runs through the tunnel and he can't follow her. No. I'm not sure she knew that he couldn't follow her, but but we know. I kind of think she did because as they got closer to the end, she could see him like breathing and getting back to normal. So I think she had an idea what was going on with him. So next we see Jake back at the house practicing what he would say to Gloria on the phone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which how did he get her number?
1: Don't know. The number was not on the driver's.
0: Maybe, but her number wasn't on the license. He could have seen
1: it somewhere in there. Well, you know, Karen. Back in 1984, they had these things called phone books.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) And now that he knows
1: her name and address. Exactly. she's in the book, he can find her.
0: (laughs) And almost everyone was in the book back in the day.
1: Yeah, back in the day.
0: Anyway, he says something really crude on the phone, but he's practicing calling her.
1: Yes. Then he sees Gloria arrive at home, followed by a police officer. Question mark I wrote.
0: Right. Or security question mark. I don't know. I had a uniform,
1: but it looked very much like the same car that the dude who arrived there earlier that took the money was driving to me. I didn't see a cruiser, a police cruiser pulling after her. You know what I mean?
0: No, that's why I thought maybe it was security. Like she lived in a gated community or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it was weird. I thought. So Jake watches on the telescope as he's watching Sam calls to check in. And to ask if there's any messages for him or anything.
0: He sees the big white dog, the Ger- the white German shepherd when yes. he's looking through. This is the
1: first time we see the dog. Yeah,
0: and she's having a drink.
1: So he gets off the phone with Sam. Then he sees the cellar repair guy upstairs in Gloria's house stealing from her safe. And he has a large drill in his hand.
0: I thought it was a gun. I didn't know it was a drill. I know it was a drill. Is that to open the safe?
1: I think so.
0: And the security guy's gone.
1: Yeah, and the police officer leaves. Yeah. After Jake sees that, oh my God, there's a guy upstairs. Jake calls Gloria to warn her about the man. It rings a bunch of times. I'm surprised her machine didn't pick up.
0: It did ring a lot. She was not in a hurry to answer the phone.
1: But she picks up the phone, and just as she does, satellite repair guy comes up behind her, wraps the cord around her neck, begins strangling her, and picks her up off the ground by her neck right Mm -hmm. gloria somehow knocks the guy out by kicking him in (laughs) the shin (laughs) That's my next line
0: well jake runs over so he doesn't call the police he just runs over there
1: he just runs and you're right
0: and they fall onto the bed
1: after she kicks him in the shin and he appears to be knocked out right
0: there's lots of unconsciousness in this film that doesn't make a whole lot of sense (laughs) But I'm like, did he hit his head on something? What's happening here?
1: So Jake runs over to the house. Well, Gloria, Gloria, she wakes up. Yeah, and tries to call nine one one.
0: But she's struggling but she can't to breathe, speak yeah.
1: because of her neck. Then the satellite repair guy comes up behind her and sticks her in the back with a drill before she can get the call made to nine one one. Although they, you know, they should know that where she lives now and everything, so they should be sending someone regardless, right?
0: Did it always work that way or was that implemented later? It might know. have been implemented later.
1: I don't know. Could have been. So the guy tries to kill Gloria with the drill, but the cord is too short.
0: This is a strange way to try to kill someone. He could have just re strangled her.
1: Could have. But they tried he... They tried to build a lot of suspense with this drill thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> they kept well, showing see, the cord and it's going to unplug. It's going to unplug. The cord yeah. And her, and she's always like this. With her hands up not trying to run away she could <laughs> yeah know. and then
0: she runs falls and she's unconscious <laughs> he's just laying there
1: yeah, but she does the, get up and the guy plugs his drill back in to a spot closer <laughs> yeah. to where she lands
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's unconscious just like he was
1: and starts to drill her yep <laughs> and by this time jake is broken into the house Through he throws something through the window and He's downstairs being attacked by the dog and he sees the drill come down through the ceiling above him. Yeah. That's pretty good with blood.
0: So this is where I said, this is the scene that you could classify as horror because there's a bloody drill bit through the ceiling dripping blood.
1: So Jake runs upstairs and as he runs upstairs, the killer runs out
0: and then the police arrive.
1: Then the police arrive. Jake is questioned by the detective. He is the only witness. The detective is smoking a Marlboro and then he sees the panties hanging out of Jake's pocket.
0: (laughs) Well, he calls Jake a peeper, a pervert. And he explains that the guy stole a key card from her purse. I kind of feel like
1: Jake has been up front with the guy from the beginning, telling him how he knew what was going on. Right. That's why he calls him a peeper and a pervert. although we don't see that part.
0: Right. I think he's being honest, but he says he stole the key card from her purse and that's how he got in the door The detective asks Jake why he was following her. And then he sees the underwear in his pocket, but he tells him that she threw it away and he took it. Like he's, he's being truthful.
1: So he's a panty sniffer too. (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) And Jake keeps saying he's tried, he's tried to save her.
1: And the detective says he's really interested in Gloria's husband. He starts asking Jake about the husband,
0: but Jake says he doesn't know. He never met,
1: never met him he says, well, he says, I'm not going to hold you because he has witnesses that collaborate Jake's story.
0: The detective also tells Jake that Gloria was very rich.
1: She was. And
0: Jake has to watch Gloria be dragged out in a body bag.
1: The detective says anytime he has a rich wife murdered, he always looks at the husband. (laughs) You know?
0: Exactly. (laughs) Haven't you watched 2020 or?
1: It's always the spouse.
0: And it's always about the money.
1: So next we cut back to the house. Jake is well, watching. The,
0: de- the detective blames Jake for Gloria's death.
1: He does. He says he should have just called the police instead of like trying to run over there. Right. How, it's probably like a mile.
0: He's pretty brutal. And he blames Jake because you're right. If he had called the police, they would have gotten there sooner, presumably. So he's feeling sorry for himself. So he's back at the house.
1: Yeah, and it's a mess. It's trashed. Plants He's, were knocked over. There's shit right. everywhere. Shit out of the fridge is lying on the floor. I think there's a milk carton. He's in the revolving bed, drinking whiskey, watching porn.
0: Is it a water bed?
1: I don't think so. I think it's just I a rotating thought, bed.
0: Okay. Because I you thought they around. made sound effects that it's it circular sounded bed like a that one-
1: spins. <laughs>
0: quickly actually uh, i again I that wouldn't. just
1: make me dizzy <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's the yeah and he's watching porn he can only see it for three quarters of the circle and <laughs> he can't
1: yeah, and, and during the porn we see about 13 bare breasts i made a note
0: <laughs> oh yeah some that could be, be
1: duplicates i don't know but there's 13
0: so one single
1: <laughs> one single yeah as jake is watching the porn he sees this actress named holly body do a dance and he says, "Huh." I've seen that before, <laughs> right? And it's identical to the dance that Gloria was doing.
0: Which is weird. Did you think it was that unique that you would have noticed it was the same? It wasn't all uh, that elaborate or anything. Yeah, was... but if,
1: you, if he had been watching who he thought was this Gloria do the same dance for two nights now, right? It's just
0: twice the, I guess it would be the, the same But if night. it's the
1: exact same if yeah. it's the exact same routine, and then he sees it again in this film.
0: I guess. And he
1: sees that this Holly chick has that tattoo on her ass, right? Oh,
0: did he see that in the movie? Yes. Okay. Yes, so he, he goes does. to the local video store. Yeah.
1: He goes to the local video store, the mom and pop video store and rents the film starring Holly body. I believe it's called Holly body does Hollywood
0: or Holly does Hollywood. Yeah. yeah
1: something like that. Brings it home and he watches it the dance again in the film. Yeah, he
0: fast forwards through it. He's not really interested. Yeah. Did you catch any of those breasts or was that just.
1: No, it, it was pretty much the same as what he was watching earlier. Because I think what he was watching earlier was a commercial for this film. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it pretty much looked, looked the same to me. But he freeze frames on the shot of her tattoo on her ass.
0: Yeah, which is a holly. Hmm.
1: I just put that together just now. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is a Holly. Holly. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so next, we see Jake. I think it's the next day. Using it's like he the just phone got book. Of, yeah, he just got out of the shower and he calls the production company that produces Holly, does Hollywood. And as he's on the phone, he finds out they're doing auditions. I'm not sure that's why he was calling, but that's what he learns as he's listening. Right.
0: Yeah, there's a an actor there complaining. He shouldn't have to wait
1: because he's a real actor.
0: Right. Not just, what did he say? I can't remember. A, a cock something. <laughs> Not just a cock jock. I think is what he said. I don't know. Cause it's a, an adult <laughs> film place.
1: Not just a, it was something like that though. Stock cock <laughs> or
0: something. Oh know. my, it was something like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's a real actor. So anyway, Jake goes to the audition.
0: Yeah. Cause they tell him they'll be doing auditions till six. So yes. he just, Jumps so he in the goes car to audition and,
1: goes. and he starts reading a scene with the producer guy, which I thought was funny.
0: They're not acting, they're basically just reading.
1: Reading a script, yeah.
0: Right. They're not even trying to he reads act. Reads
1: the script and says, All right, take your clothes off so I get some pictures. <laughs> so next we see this
0: was weird.
1: Frankie goes to Hollywood.
0: <laughs> it morphs into like an MTV video.
1: Right. Where Frankie goes to Hollywood guy singing and relax, don't do it. And then the Uh, x-ray it lists him i think his name is holly shepherd the guy's name is holly shepherd and frankie goes to hollywood singing oh his role listed on the x-ray was the singing doorman
0: well this man (laughs) escorts jake jake as he's singing he's coming into a club
1: right and so I wrote. So is this a real club or are we they filming a scene? <laughs> I Again,
0: could... I didn't know if he was hallucinating or <laughs> or what was happening. But there's a lot of buttless chaps in the club. <laughs> yes.
1: And I wrote it must be a scene. That's what I wrote. <laughs> Once he goes into the bathroom and we see Holly in the mirror, then he enters the bathroom and then the door closes. And then we see the camera crew in the mirror behind them. So then I'm like, oh, this is a scene. He's doing a
0: he got hired. Pornographic
1: scene now. <laughs> yes. Because <He's
0: doing laughs> she kind of says movie. the
1: same line that the producer guy was reading with him earlier. Right. So Jake is doing a scene with Holly body in a bathroom. And all the while he's doing Holly body, he's having imaginations about Gloria at the beach.
0: <laughs> yes. I told you that's what it looked like. And they're basically reenacting the whole thing. So it was a bit odd.
1: So basically Jake finishes. <laughs> And then a guy comes in and says, where's the cum shot?
0: <laughs> he says it like three times, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. Uh, so next we see Jake. He goes to see Holly body in her dressing room and he's all dressed up now in leather, yeah. which, which I assumed you liked Karen.
0: <laughs> no, he was kind of cheesy looking.
1: <laughs> his leather pants and his leather jacket and his slicked. He back looks hair. like
0: he's trying to be a porn a, star. Sleaze ball. Yeah. Like. Why would you think I would like a sleaze ball? That's no, not very No, The nice. leather,
1: you, you like leather. I know we talked, you know, the lost well, boys, I like lost boys leather. leather. I don't like
0: porno leather.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't didn't realize there was a difference.
0: <laughs> There's a difference. If you ever need advice on that, let me know and I'll will <laughs> help you
1: out. Okay. So Jake pretends to be a movie producer with all kinds of money. And he says he wants to have Holly in his film.
0: Yeah, he talks her into he going even says, out for drinks. I like
1: your smile, which is which well, makes she goes Holly through
0: her happy. criteria for doing films and it's pretty funny. I didn't write them down, but is this was... when they're at
1: the bar though? Yeah. Later? Okay. No, so they it. go to a bar or a club or something and they're having drinks, talking about their business proposition. I mean, this is when she goes through all of her demands, what she won't do and what she wants minimum.
0: And he asks her if she's done any special work. Yes. And then she says she has a routine that is a 10 on the Peter meter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is her dance that she does. Right. And he says, I've seen it a yes. few times.
1: <laughs> yes, he does.
0: And then he compliments her acting and her smile.
1: And she seems to like that. Holly Body is played by Melanie Griffiths, right? Which have we said that yet?
0: <laughs> I don't think we have, but yes, it is. She is.
1: Yeah. And this is one of her first films. She's young she's very good in it we'll, we'll get there later
0: well she plays she always kind of plays a type but she's very good at playing that type you know mm-hmm. smart people don't think she's smart but she is that kind of thing
1: so then they're exiting the bar and they run into an actress who jake has worked with in the past <laughs> and of course she asked hey are you working you have anything any leads for me or anything?" And Now, Holly thinks she's an adult film actress. Right, because
0: that's how Jake has presented himself. Yeah. And
1: she's surprised that she doesn't know her, gives her the name and number of a producer and says, call them and tell them you know me and ask her if she has any aversion to working with women.
0: (laughs) Girls, I think she said.
1: She says, no.
0: (laughs) Acting is acting.
1: Yeah. Holly says, well, I don't know. I I could never get into it. (laughs) So. Whatever. That was kind of a funny part. I thought he was going to get busted there for a minute. I mean, I've seen it before, but it's been, you know, like since 1985 or something.
0: So As soon as you say 19, it's a long time ago. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter.
1: So Jake takes Holly to the house. He's watching.
0: So it does look like he's got a lot of money. Takes it her does. to this house, you know?
1: Yeah. She's convinced. Like She, she like wants throws to seal down the deal. The bed and, yeah. Yeah. And then this is when Jake comes clean and tells her that he is not a producer. And she doesn't believe him at first because he's in this expensive house and all this shit. But
0: Yeah, he's he totally does come clean. He's not yeah. a producer, not interested in making films. Right. He just says he saw her in the house.
1: Yeah, he wants to know if she was the one dancing in the house. And he tries to find out who hired her. And then Sam calls.
0: Well, he says he thinks one of his friends has pulled a joke on yeah, him.
1: Yeah, a practical right. joke on him. Right. And she says she never met the guy. It was just a phone call. And then a courier delivered the money and a wig and whatever was needed. Right. Right. And a key card. So then Sam calls and then Jake asks Holly to listen in to the phone. And if that's the same guy who hired her and Holly confirms that it was indeed Sam who hired her. So then Jake tries to explain to Holly what has happened, you know, about the murder and everything.
0: But I'm wondering at this point, Gloria lives in that house. How yes. did Holly get in there and do all this? I mean, did somebody keep Gloria busy? Or maybe her husband know did. Some, I don't know. Wouldn't you notice maybe someone was in your house and why wasn't the dog an issue? And I don't, I don't know. know. It's just, I have
1: questions about the dog later as well. So,
0: <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, but
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: Did I miss something that Gloria's not never home until a certain time or don't know. know. It seems kind of risky.
1: Yeah. And then we see that Sam is watching them from binoculars
0: and Sam sees Jake explaining things to Holly through the windows.
1: So he knows that he knows, right? Well, or suspects anyway,
0: (laughs) but she doesn't believe Jake. She does not No. So they fight about it and she kicks him and leaves. Yeah. That's so, a kicking of the shins in this movie. Yes. So Jake, but he didn't get a, go unconscious. He, he stayed upright, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, he calls the police as Holly is leaving. And Jake explains everything to the detective. And he explains that Gloria's husband and Sam are the same person.
0: Well, he thinks they are. And Holly has to go down about a thousand stairs.
1: And she's bitching all the way down.
0: Well, yeah, I would be too. She's trying to hitchhike home.
1: And she's bitching at the cars driving right. by her too. As I would be too. So Holly's hitchhiking in and she witnesses the car crash, right? Don't two cars come speeding by her and they crash.
0: It looked like two Porsches. Was it two Porsches yeah, or something? Maybe it
1: was. And then Holly is picked up by someone in a Ford Bronco, <laughs> the satellite repair man.
0: Well, she stands in front of him.
1: Yeah. and Demands him to stop.
0: Right. So I don't know if he would have stopped, but he, he did. He had to.
1: So then Jake gets gets in his car. He's going to drive down to the police station, but he finds that the road is blocked by the police due to the crash, right? Yeah. But he does see Holly in the Ford Bronco, a couple cars ahead of him. You see the shadow of a guy with a tire iron and kind of smacks her in the head with it. Right.
0: And she's unconscious.
1: And she, she should have counted. She disappears.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's like four unconscious people so far.
1: And Jake jumps out of his car and tries to go after them, but a police officer stops him. Jake eventually assaults the police officer and runs away and the Bronco drives away as well. So I think he ignores the police blockade. Is that what he's doing?
0: I guess he just drove through and everybody goes to the reservoir.
1: Yeah. Next thing we see is a sign that says danger reservoir, no trespassing. Like the gate was open. He drove in and then someone closed the gate behind them. That was strange. But anyway, that's what happens. So,
0: Yeah, Jake has to scale. The- Jake
1: has to jump the scale the fence, that's, right? yeah. So we see the satellite repair guy digging a grave for Holly.
0: Who is unconscious.
1: Yeah, the detective calls him the Indian. So I guess that's what Jake called him to the detective as well. They described him as an Indian. He kind of does look like an Indian.
0: Like, I didn't get that. Like, are they being like an American Indian?
1: Yeah, like an American Indian.
0: Oh. No. Well, he had long
1: black hair and a ponytail and...
0: We'll just leave it as the creepy guy or yeah,
1: the... whatever. So Jake climbs over a pipe and he reaches the Bronco. He's
0: peeping it. again. He's just watching. <laughs> the guy creeps and peeps all the time. He's watching from a distance.
1: I did make a note that the Bronco has a satellite dish magnet sign on it.
0: Like he's the repair man.
1: Yes. Then he sees the satellite repair guy put Holly in the hole he's digging. And start to fill it in with dirt. Then they both hear a growls. Yep. And I didn't know exactly what was going on, but it turns out that Gloria's dog is in the Bronco and he's not happy.
0: It's Sam's dog, I think.
1: <laughs> I think it's Gloria's dog.
0: Well, they were married.
1: Yes. But I think it's Gloria's dog. Oh,
0: you do? Yeah.
1: Because yeah. when they separated, she got the dog, apparently. Then why right? does
0: he have the dog? Oh. Well, well she's gone the dog, now. But the dog wasn't there all those other times. I guess you're right. It was there that one time. Maybe they share custody.
1: I don't know. Jake sneaks over to the grave and looks in and asks Holly if she's okay. Then the repair guy reaches up and grabs him from the grave and pulls him in. And Jake and the guy, they kind of like scuffle. They're holding on to each other. And Jake is tearing at the repair man's face. And then he finds out it's a mask.
0: Yeah. It's Sam.
1: It is Sam.
0: But is Jake not freaking out while they're fighting? Because it's pretty claustrophobic in there. It's a tiny little hole. He doesn't,
1: he, he's on adrenaline. He doesn't realize where he is yet. But then as soon as he does, <laughs> he freezes. And Sam puts Jake in the grave right next to Holly. And Sam begins to fill the hole in with dirt. And he starts talking about, you know, I had this all planned out. You were the witness. Yeah, his he,
0: part. They're actors. Yeah, your so part of the witness. Yes.
1: I'm gonna you get- had to play the hero. Yeah, he says, I'm going to give you a second take, right? Or something. Tells him to act. You've got to act, Sam tells him.
0: And so Jake remembers his scene in the movie right. in we the coffin. Back to
1: the first scene we saw of him in the coffin. Only he's in his leathers now and not the vampire costume. So we know it's... he's Flashback, just, yeah. yeah. And this time Jake crawls back into the coffin and says, let's do it.
0: Yeah, he remembers he'll get fired if he doesn't get the shot. So he's like, he's going to get the shot. And he does.
1: That's right. So Jake kind of comes to. from He his gets his mojo Claustrophobic back. fit he's having. And he grabs the shovel that Sam is using to film with dirt and pulls himself out of the hole. Even though Sam could let go of the shovel, but whatever. And Sam says, don't be so dramatic. And then the dog bursts through the window of the Bronco.
0: Which is ridiculous. Not going to okay. happen, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> That's what I wrote. Which would never happen. <laughs> That's my next line because it's safety glass for one thing. It was like a pane of glass, Are you know right?
0: It was like sugar. I yeah. don't know because it was. There's
1: no way even. So it- the run, the dog runs and jumps on Sam, pushing him into the reservoir.
0: Well, so Sam yells to the dog, "Kill!"
1: Yes, he does. Is
0: what he and then Jake. Ducks and the dog jumps, and instead of hitting Jake, he hits Sam and they fall into the reservoir into the water.
1: And I made a note, I hope the dog is okay. So did I. (laughs) I kind of think the dog was going after Sam. I think it was Glory's dog, and he was going after Sam. But then I wrote, Well, why didn't he attack him in the Bronco if he was in the Bronco the whole time? Right. I don't know. Maybe he isn't. I don't know.
0: I think it's Probably I think it's Sam's their, dog. And well, kind of.
1: He just, just because Jake ducked, the dog yeah. got Sam. Uh, and
0: they okay. went in together.
1: That makes more sense, I guess. So next, Holly wakes up and she still doesn't trust Jake. <laughs> she calls him a necrophiliac.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's confused. She missed yeah. all that action. She doesn't know what's happening.
1: He tries to help her out of the grave, but she refuses.
0: <laughs> she won't get out.
1: And next, we cut to it. A shower scene from Vampire's Kiss when Jake went to argue with the director. That's the scene they were shooting. And then we see credits and then we see like scenes, you know, after the or during the credits or between the credits. And
0: Jake has been rehired and he's got his role back and he's
1: but he's acting in the shower scene with an actress and they need to take that actress out to put a body double in for her.
0: So they say, bring in the body double. Yeah.
1: So they like measure where.
0: Don't move your hand. hands. Yeah, and they have
1: a little marker where his hand is. Don't move it. And Jake asks, Hey, well, how was how my teeth flash? And Sipowitz says, That's the best teeth flash I've ever seen, babe. I'm so glad I fired that other guy.
0: Right. <laughs> this so, part yeah. was
1: made for you,
0: <laughs> which is kind of funny. Well, he looks ridiculous in the makeup, like Twisted Sister almost. Yeah. But
1: so then the body double comes in. And we have two more bare breasts, Karen. Although I'm not sure these two are natural.
0: Mm, borderline. Sure. I borderline. thought it was going to be Holly. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no.
1: But we do see Holly watching the shoot. She is there watching, and she tells the original actress, "You're going to get so many dates after this."
0: <laughs> I presume that means they're together.
1: I presume too, as so as well. And we see credits as Jake fondles the body double's breasts. And he bites her on the neck and blood spills all over them.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of breast shots there at the end. Yeah.
1: And that is basically the end.
0: I have questions.
1: So we have a total of 19 breasts, Karen, if you were wondering. 19.
0: I wasn't, but okay, thanks. I think
1: we had 25. I think we said 25 in the Wicker Man. So.
0: That was pretty low estimate, though. <laughs> These were more gratuitous, I think. You right. Know, Karen? The Wicker Man were, those were pagan rituals. They, you know, this
1: was. Do you want to cover your questions or do you, do you want to cover what you were pleasantly surprised by?
0: Well, I just want to know what happened to the dog and what happened to Sam. Are they dead? Or is that my sequel?
1: <laughs> Maybe it's your sequel. I don't know.
0: Because they just show him go underwater and then yeah, it was I obviously kinda, a fake dog too.
1: I kind of think they're dead. Yes, I believe they are dead.
0: Well, you never know. If it's a true horror film, that doesn't mean anything.
1: So a little bit about Brian De Palma. Okay. He directed Scarface, and this was the first film he directed right after that. Have you ever seen Scarface? I have not. Okay. I, I've seen parts of it, but I've heard it's a good film.
0: I've heard it's it's violent, right? <laughs> yes. Extremely yes. violent. Is and that Al Pacino? Yes. Okay. Is that Playing, hello to my little friend? Yes. Playing okay. Al
1: Capone. Yeah. Bashes a guy ahead in with a baseball bat, so on and so forth. But the Motion Pictures Rating Association, or whatever the hell it is, gave him an X rating on Scarface originally. So he had to like cut some stuff out. Wow. And that pissed him off. <laughs> okay. So this was his next film. <laughs> and his whole thing was they they want they want to see what an X rated film is. This is what an X rated film should be. So he did this film. He wanted to get an X rating, but this one it was his purpose, right? He had a a stick of his ass or something. I don't know. Well, he was did this get it?
0: This didn't get an X-ray. It, it did. did it? Oh,
1: it originally did, and they made him take. He had to take stuff out to get an R.
0: Did NC-17 exist back then?
1: I don't think so. No, this whole like theme for this film, this film is basically Brian De Palma pretending he's Alfred Hitchcock. He wanted to do a Alfred Hitchcock thriller, and this is what he did. Him and this guy who wrote the screenplay.
0: I can see that.
1: Yeah, he wanted. This is kind of like an ode to Rear Window.
0: Well, in Vertigo, right? Yes,
1: and Vertigo. Yes. Yeah,
0: because the the guy that has Vertigo and can't go up the tower and all that stuff. So. Correct. I mean, I can see that, but it doesn't have the same finesse or something. It
1: doesn't. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it, not. I
0: guess you know that. That just shows it's not you. Not nearly how hard... as
1: good as anything Hitchcock did.
0: But it shows you how hard that is right but that's what
1: he was trying to do
0: because he's not a terrible director and he if this is him trying to be hitchcock you can see how how difficult it is to be hitchcock i mean when we were joking that we could remake ed wood's film we probably could but we could never <laughs> remake
1: from outer space
0: yeah we could never remake psycho well, or we
1: could remake it but it wouldn't be as good
0: well, no, it would be terrible. Yeah. compared could play
1: Well,
0: yes. <laughs> is that
1: what we were saying?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On a lower budget and better. Yes.
1: Him and the other guy who wrote the screenplay, they screened Rear Window and Vertigo and discussed the narratives that Hitchcock used for both is that films. Why they this picked, is what uh, they came up with.
0: Is that why they picked Melanie Griffith? Don't know. Because her mom is Tippy Hendren.
1: Oh, is she? Well, he originally... In the porno film part, right? Those are real porno actors, actresses, right? Okay. And he originally cast one of them to play the part of Melanie Griffiths. And then he changed his mind and used Melanie Griffiths.
0: Because you needed, no offense, and this may be the wrong term, but a real actress.
1: Right. He says, I discovered that using a real person to play a fictional counterpart doesn't necessarily make the character more real.
0: Is that a nice way of saying she couldn't really act? I don't know.
1: I don't know if it was saying that I couldn't hire a porn actress to play a porn actress. I needed a real actress to play a porn actress. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. know. So let's let's go to anything you were pleasantly surprised.
0: Well, it's hard to say because I really didn't know what to expect. I actually had confused this when you first told said body double, I thought it was going to be like body snatchers or something. So I was completely unprepared for this movie because I was expecting something different. But I think the acting was pretty good overall.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good overall.
0: I wasn't disappointed by it. I thought you know. I think the
1: guy who played Jake overacted at times. Who I thought yeah. was Bill Maher, who I've, yeah. for the last forty years. <laughs> Whatever.
0: but i don't know what you i don't know what it's like to have claustrophobia like that don't either i don't like high places and stuff I don't but either. i but i don't really freeze but i could see you know a panic attack you could do that i guess i don't know
1: yeah i especially think melanie Griffith was great in this film
0: why is that you She just was like
1: she was good i think she killed it i think she stole it <laughs> you know what i mean she was good.
0: Well, she definitely played the part and I'm sure, you know, where she was very confident in being a porn star. She just was very casual and confident that this is what I do and I'm good at it. And, yep. you know, these are my parameters and this is what I will do and what I won't do. So she exuded, right. you believed she was the character.
1: Right. And here's what Melanie Griffith said about playing the character. She says, I think I gave her a great amount of intelligence." I used to think I didn't want to do more nymphette roles, but now I think I can bring a lot of life to that kind of character.
0: Like I said, she plays a lot of roles where her intelligence is underestimated and then yeah. she comes to- kind of plays the
1: dumb blonde. You think she's a dumb blonde, but she's really not, right? Right. She yeah. plays that
0: a lot. And she's, she plays it well. It's believable with her. You could see her on either end of the spectrum of intelligence she can do either. And she does them well. I always liked her. I mean, didn't see every one of her movies or anything, but any movie I've seen with her in it, I've liked her. I think she's good.
1: For the most part I do, but I really like her in this. Well, really we
0: won't, we won't say why
1: <laughs> because she's really good. <laughs> That's why
0: you <laughs> like her smile.
1: <laughs> no, she's
0: no, I know she is good. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying what he said.
1: Like She, she did bring intelligence to it.
0: I think she did. I I agree.
1: She, she seemed like a girl who wouldn't take any shit either. <laughs> you know, she had street smarts, right?
0: Well, like I said, she had confidence. She knew what she would do and what she wouldn't do. And she was comfortable with her role.
1: All right. Anything you were very disappointed in, Karen?
0: I don't know if it was the acting or the writing or the directing. Like scenes where he was following her in the... Oh.
1: same person wrote and directed it.
0: But I'm saying like the scene, like her being followed in the shopping mall, way too close, you know, just so obvious. And then the weird thing on the beach where I thought it was a daydream or something. I don't know. I think it was just lacking a little finesse in something I can't quite put my finger on. But, you know, the dog jumping through the window, the window should have just been open, you know, just little things that seemed silly. Yeah. Unbelievable. Plot holes. I think just (laughs) misdirection or miss something, but a male director might not know that following a female that close is going to set off all kinds of trigger warnings. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't know that unless you, you live that.
1: I would think the actor would say,
0: Like the woman being followed would say, "He's way too close to me." But maybe she did, and they didn't listen. Maybe she did, and maybe it's too hard to get that in in the shot or something. You know, I don't know. Maybe so. Plot holes. I'll go with.
1: I I would think Deborah Shelton would have said,
0: "Yeah," because I'm sure she gets followed all the time. He's far too close. I would have went into the security station. Fifteen feet. She has
1: one of those voices. One of those after (laughs) deeper voices.
0: So what about you? What did you like?
1: I said, I I thought Melanie Griffith crushed it.
0: That's true. Disappointed in anything?
1: I always love me some Deborah Shelton.
0: Well, that's not disappointing.
1: (laughs) I I like seeing Sipowitz again. I haven't seen him in a while. (laughs) I like him and his friends. So so some things I was disappointed. And I don't know. Like I said, I've seen it, right? But when I saw this this time, and I say, I don't know if it's because I've seen it before, but that guy in the house looked like that Sam guy wearing glasses and a hat to me. The Indian looked like a guy wearing a fake chest piece and a mask to me. (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it must have been because you've seen it before because you kind of knew what to look for.
1: But it's been like...
0: But see, if I watched it again...
1: 30, 40 years, right? Even
0: so, (laughs) if I watched it again, I would know now that the guy coming out of the studio was Jay when I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, well, you didn't know because he wasn't all in makeup and all that. So you didn't know. Right. He I didn't like, know. Right? Yeah. But
0: the whole point was he was leaving early, earlier than intended, so he could catch his girlfriend and all that. But I had no idea. I missed that completely. But if I ever watched it again, I would know exactly who it was.
1: Actually, so- um, speaking of Melanie Griffith, she was nominated for a Golden Globe, a National Society of Film Critics Award, a New York Films Critic Award. Yeah, she was nominated three times for awards for this film for best supporting actress.
0: Yeah, you're right. I think she stole it.
1: I mean, there are script holes, like like you said, the dog wouldn't break through the glass.
0: And he's just kind of a creep. We
1: only saw him. We only saw the dog when it was convenient for the dog to be seen.
0: But the whole thing is this: Jake's a creep. I mean, they. I know they're making him out to be the nice guy, but he's he's a peeper. He's a stalker. He takes her old underwear well i mean
1: he's basically led by the hand by sam and saying here come look at this and peep at this but he
0: does it (laughs) he does it all nobody took told him to take the underwear nobody told him to stalk her he could have called the police he stalked her instead he followed her
1: i guess yeah i think he had good intentions though
0: yes they make him have good intentions but he's a creepy guy from a woman's perspective, I'm just going to say he's creepy. I wouldn't trust a guy who was stalking me.
1: Okay, I can see that. And if All she right. knew
0: he took her underwear out of the garbage, she'd be even more freaked out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she would. Well, I would.
0: Well, someone <laughs> had your underwear out of the trash. Yeah, that would be my something. Out of the garbage. Some woman following you with your old underwear in her pocket. <laughs> That's dedication right there. After watching you put on new underwear. Think about that. How, how weird is that?
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Especially as a man being stalked by a woman, you could probably fight her off. But as a woman being stalked by a man, you're at a disadvantage. Oh, you can still fight him off, but. Well, apparently if you kick him just right, he'll go unconscious. But but
1: Jake had no ill will intended toward her, you know. But you don't know that. I know, I know, I know, I get it.
0: Some girl was bringing your old underwear out of the garbage and stalking you. I'm telling you, you wouldn't trust her anyway.
1: How many cocktails did it take you to get through this film?
0: Well, I didn't hate this film, but I don't think it's really horror.
1: It's not, but it's it's as much horror as Psycho is, if you think about it.
0: I guess, but Psycho had a dead mother, lots of killings uh he killed a lot of people um
1: true
0: you know this was kind of just a husband
1: it's a hitchcock thriller but
0: trying to kill his wife and i mean there was the drill that part was kind of horror but otherwise i don't know three i'm leaning towards four but i'll go with three i didn't i did not like it
1: i'll go with three i mean it's pretty average
0: I mean, I think I liked you know it a I mean, lot
1: better the first time I saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, After the twists are there. So many times I know it, you can see like, well, that would never happen. You know, there's like, you start to see all the plot holes. So.
0: I think it just made me uncomfortable and maybe it's just a different era that it's acceptable for this guy to do. And, and I don't mean to harp on it, but I'm saying for this guy to do all this stuff, to In be a voyeur, you know, it's never acceptable but I think it's less acceptable now at least I hope it is that these are things that shouldn't be happening you know you shouldn't be aiming your telescope at someone's house <laughs> you know especially well I thought at the time to- you know a single a woman by herself I think it's I don't know I just thought the whole thing was kind of icky yeah but I think it's a different era and I think watching it in 1984 would be a lot different experience than True. watching it now. I agree. I think it would have freaked me out a lot more in 1984 because I would have thought I would have started closing my blinds all the time. You know, <laughs> Not that I do that dance or anything, but-
1: Well, you're you, know, gonna, you do that dance in the hotel.
0: Well, yeah, but that's when no one, you can only <laughs> hear me then, you can't see me.
1: Okay, I agree, three cocktails. What about our cocktail or my cocktail?
0: I liked it. I think it's good.
1: It's It would be better if I strained it better.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. It's like the mojito sometimes will have a lot of mint in it. But I really like I have the of, basil. There's a lot
1: of basil. I like that flavor. But I still get the flavor. strawberry. Yeah. You know? The
0: grape, I don't know why it needs to be there.
1: I don't get the grape at all. I get the strawberry and the basil. And That's I
0: might it. add a little more sugar just because I would like that. Yeah. I don't know why it's called a boyer but i think it, it's a very pleasant sunday afternoon in the summer evening drink yeah you know after you mowed, after you did your thirsty work it's very summery and refreshing almost like a lemonade but a strawberry drink
1: yeah i agree anything we learn today karen
0: a lot about cars
1: we always learn about cars i think don't we
0: I don't know if we learned anything else. One we? of these
1: times, I'm not going to like do that. No, I, I mean, there wasn't a lot to.
0: We learned not to. If you're going to stalk someone, don't follow too closely.
1: No, um, I did, I did uh, the Chemosphere. That's the name of the house.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Chemosphere house. Who owns it? Let's see. It was. Or does designed, it say who built it? Yeah, it yeah who designed, designed it. Designed by John Lautner in 1960. The Encyclopedia Britannica once called it the most modern home built in the world.
0: How big is it? Does it say square footage?
1: Yeah, it's around 2,200 square feet of living space.
0: It looks a lot smaller than that.
1: It's just off. It's in the Hollywood Hills, just off Mulholland Drive.
0: I wonder, this is going to sound crazy. It just occurred to me. It must be used in a lot of movies because I just watched charlie's angels the one with drew barrymore in it and i think she flies out the window of the house that looks like that i wonder if it's the same one i don't know
1: directly inspired a house in the 2000 charlie's angels movie but that was not the house it directly inspired it
0: i just watched that the other night when i couldn't sleep and it i just it just occurred to me that it looked like that yeah
1: it has been in other tv shows like the outer limits so there's something.
0: Well, we learned about the pup and tail. What was it called? The pup and tail. The or the what was the hot dog place? You
1: tail of the pup.
0: Yeah, you said Tale that.
1: Tail of the pup.
0: That was yep. a landmark. We learned about that.
1: Yeah. Apparently, it's currently not open, but someone is trying to refurb it and reopen it.
0: So you know, quite a few things actually.
1: Yep. And the whole Hitchcock connection to the film, I guess.
0: Yeah, I can see that. But like I said, that just shows you how hard it would be. Nobody's Hitchcock, but Hitchcock. Because you don't think that directing would be that difficult, right? You have a script, you get the actors to do it. You think you're done. But there's finesse to it, obviously, that I would not have.
1: (laughs) So, Karen, I believe the next film was your choice. Is it? Is it not? It is. What are we going to watch?
0: We're gonna watch Fright Night, the 1985 film.
1: Now, why, 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 Karen, would you pick that movie?
0: Because we love birthdays.
1: Yes, and it's Roddy McDowell's birthday on September 17th, which is just a couple of days after the Fright Night episode comes out.
0: He'll be thrilled while well, he's not with us anymore.
1: <laughs> do we do you have a drink for that film, Karen?
0: We do. It's called The Vampire Bite.
1: Vampire Bite. Hang on. There's a note. Vampire Bite. What am I going to need? Vodka. I yeah, got it. Seven Up. I can get that.
0: And a couple of drops of, it says Kool-Aid Tropical Punch Flavor Enhancer. But I think any of those drink drops
1: <laughs> yes, that would
0: be of the red coloring will work.
1: Yeah, like Crystal Light or... Mio.
0: Yeah I think I have some of Mio. those. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think it's just really to give it I mean it'll give it a touch so it's of flavor. vodka but it's seven
1: more, up with red coloring. <laughs>
0: it'll give it a hint of flavor.
1: Yeah it will.
0: But it's more the color. Yeah. And we'll line it with some corn syrup and red food coloring. Get the drippy going. We'll try. Well if only we needed to muddle but no
1: can i use honey in red food coloring i did pretty well with that one
0: yeah you can do that i think they use corn syrup mostly because it doesn't have a taste mm. honey does have a little bit of a taste
1: right, but i Karen, think it would be can, fun anyone you need to thank
0: you know i was thinking about it and i never have anyone to thank but i'm going to thank everyone who has left us a review on apple podcasts
1: yes thank you we, we appreciate your support
0: We do. And we can't really grow the podcast without those. So if you could take a minute and do that, we would really appreciate it.
1: Yes, that would be awesome. What about you? I just need to thank verse 13, our favorite band, for letting us use their music in the podcast.
0: It really does make it better.
1: Yeah. Once again, their info is linked in the notes.
0: Give them some love.
1: And I would also like to thank the BBC Sound Effect Library. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> For where all get, the buzzes. That's where I get all the buzzers when Karen is wrong about the cost of cars.
0: <laughs> oh, you should mix those up because there's so many of them.
1: <laughs> Maybe I should pick some longer ones. <laughs> all right. Anything else, Karen?
0: Please drink responsibly. Yes. If you want to get social with us, you absolutely can. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Scary Spirits Podcast. Email us your questions and comments to scaryspiritspodcast at gmail.com. Search for us on YouTube at Scary Spirits Podcast and check out our website at scaryspirits.com. You can find all the recipes for our themed adult beverages in the Recipe Den on the website. We are especially excited about our Scary Spirits merch store. Lots of cool stuff with our logo on it. You can find the link to the store on the website. And be sure to share the love and help others find us by leaving us a five-star review. As always, thanks for listening.